Gosh, this is so awesome, man. I never in a million years thought something like this would happen. Out of turn number four come the most powerful weight models on the planet, the world of outlaws. I call Scott my dad, and uh, <laughs> nothing like the best in the business, breathing down your throat your first outlaw win. Ah, yes. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 38 of Stick Signals. Another great season in the books for the most powerful late models on the planet. The 20th season for the World of Outlaws, Morton Building's late model series, wrapped up this past weekend at Charlotte. If you were at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the NGK NTK World of Outlaws World Finals, thank you so much for joining us on track there at the side. I hope you guys had a great time. It was amazing. Uh, Hats off to the track crew. They did amazing compared to last year. If you watched, uh, on Dirt Vision. Thank you so much for watching. It was a great weekend and just a great season. Mick, Mike, I know you guys are absolutely exhausted because I'm, I'm exhausted and and I don't work as nearly as hard as you guys. Um, how are you guys? Uh, and you just said that we're exhausted. As long as he's willing to admit that. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I got school. I got back and it's just, yeah, it's, it's been a grind. But man, another great season in the books. And it always feels rewarding when you're a part of something and you got, and you complete something. And, and to be a part with the World of Outlaws this year, uh, Mike, you as well. I mean, you know, you came on board and, and you had a great first season. Um, doesn't it feel rewarding? It does. It does. Hard to believe it's over, but, you know... Um, Spoiler alert, we're already looking ahead to 2022. I'm just going to say that. Hint, yeah. look at the website um, by the time yeah. you hear this. By the time you hear this, because I see him on Mike Warren's laptop over there. He must be working on a schedule. Yeah. You, yeah. By the time you hear this, Whoa. it'll already be out. But, yes, you know, we're getting ready to announce that here for 2022, and it's going to be big. I tell you, it is big. No question about it. A lot of, a lot of new tracks mm. that are new, still new to me. A lot of new tracks, yeah. But I'm not going to get into it here. We'll get into that in the future. Mm-hmm. But we still mm-hmm. got to talk about rounding up 2021. And, well, if Superman was your favorite superhero, you enjoyed this weekend, the late <laughs> yeah, model racing for at sure. the dirt track because it was all Jonathan Davenport at the end of the day. Yeah, Jonathan Davenport is just such an amazing uh, dirt late model driver. I mean, come on. He won the World 100. Uh, he, I mean, he was the only one to stop um, Brandon Overton at Eldora. He won our USA Nationals, which is large. And then he goes out and clean sweeps the weekend at the dirt track at Charlotte. Jonathan Davenport is just so good. And I've talked about it all year long. Those Longhorn cars are just amazing. Um, he could put that car anywhere, but hats off Saturday night to the number 10 of Gary. He just gave him a run for his money for his first year in super late model racing. That was cool to see. Well, I'm glad we're going to start talking about Saturday before we get to Friday. I know, but I know. Going out of credit, I know. Yes, heck of a run by Garrett Smith. But let's talk about Friday. He, uh, Superman prevented history again. Yep. Looked like Brandon Shepard yep. was going to be well on his way to tying Josh Richards for the most wins all time. And then Davenport with a slide job, and it was a slide job for those scoring at home. <laughs> for those of you that, did, you know, think that I didn't watch the race for some reason. I, I saw that in the comments. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not mad about that. You're not right? bitter or nothing. No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, it was a slide job, though, for him to take the lead. And you know how I know that? Because he said it was Yep. when I talked to him. So there you go. I mean, are you going to question Davenport's uh, opinion on a slide I, I don't job? usually count driver, question drivers when it comes uh, to that. But, but that's besides the point. But a good run by J.D. Sheppy comes home in the number two spot. You know, it just continues his consistency. That's the thing. Sheppy walked away with two top threes this weekend, which is not a shock at all. And Dennis Herb Jr., he's a guy that you got to give credit to. He just finished third uh, that first night, and he started seventh. Like, Dennis Herb Jr. was rolling. There was a tight points battle between him and Ricky Weiss for that fourth spot in points going into the weekend, and he really uh, prevailed. You know, Ricky Weiss was leading that race, and obviously the restarts and all the the stuff that happened in between the race – 
kind of didn't help him, but his card kind of faded, but it was really good to see Ricky run that good because we really haven't seen him have a lead in a Morton Buildings feature since Bristol uh, when he was leading there in almost one. So it was really good to see Ricky uh, because, you know, and I'm going to say it. I've said this before. There's been a trend happening. Ricky will be fastest in hot laps and will not continue that speed through Slick Woody's qualifying he'll just disappear on, on the race monitor and this weekend he kept that he was fastest he came out qualified well and unfortunately didn't get the finish he wanted he got fifth but dennis herb jr got third and he ended up putting uh, a couple points in between him and ricky there for that fourth spot in points and ricky fading back i mean hey, hey that sniper's starting to go in the right direction and he's definitely showing that that's for sure and i think you know no matter what he does next year i think you're going to see him rack up a few more wins but you know, there was a lot of guys. Dennis Herb Jr. had a really good run in that thing. He got he got shuffled back early, mm-hmm. came back up and ended up finishing in the top three, getting by Turbo on a final lap. So a good run for Dennis, which caps off his best season ever in the world of Outlaws. Yeah, Dennis Herb Jr. did great. Tyler Herb, how about his welcome back? Finished fourth. Uh, he, he did really well. And obviously, we talked about Ricky Weiss in fifth and Chris Ferguson sixth. We'll give you the top 10. Ferguson, by the way, that tribute car was pretty cool to see. Uh, Josh Richards seventh, Kyle Strickler yeah. eighth, Max Blair ninth, and Chris Madden tenth. Uh, you talk about Max Blair finishing ninth. Guys, um, that's awesome to see this 111V Sean Martin team come out here to Charlotte. We saw them at a couple other races that's way out of the region to start getting a little bit of a notebook started for next year's Rookie of the Year run. That's pretty cool to see Max Blair doing that already. Had Blair run a world finals before? No, that was actually his first. Actually, you know, I, I did not ask him that, but I believe that was his first time to Charlotte. That's kind of what I, th- I thought. I thought it was his first visit there. So that's really, really good at, for a first visit there at Charlotte. It's kind yeah, of a it really unique was. track. And, and, and you know who else's first visit it was to Charlotte? Our rookie of the year, Tyler Bruning. Believe it or not, it was. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. There you go. Yeah, I so, remember him telling me that in the past. You know, he's watched the events there, but it's actually the first time he's ever raced there, which is kind of mm-hmm. hard to believe. I mean, you know, usually Shane was there in the capital, but but not actually in the car, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, that, that's pretty cool to see Tyler Brunning, and obviously he did well. That first night kind of set him back. He finished 11th in the heat race. They were like three wide. It, uh, the pit reporter has to stand on the outside of, of three, and you really can't see the view on the bottom of three and four. But uh, all, I, all I heard was a bang and like a car on the wall, and it was Brunning. Like he took a hard beating in that heat race, and to overcome that and finish 11th, uh, that, that was good to see for Tyler Brunning finishing 11th. And by the way, we can't go out to mention Friday night was a big night. Mike, you even wrote about this. Boom Briggs made his 300th career outlaw start. Congratulations to Boom, and thank him for his commitment to the world of outlaws. It is awesome. It is awesome to see Boom get that. I I, I know how we celebrated. (laughs) (laughs) To figure that out, we'll get into that. that. We'll get into when we talk about the banquet. That's one thing we got to mention. That was hilarious part of the banquet. But you know, good to see that for Boom, and I'm really hoping he gets that win here shortly too. Yeah, and just a couple notes. A couple other guys like Ross Robinson came. He finished 16th. Ryan Gustin 19th. Nick. Hoffman is a guy that I wouldn't really want to touch on. Nick Hoffman has been expanding um, his 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 uh, skills. He's got into a midget just very recently yep. in the past two weeks. Uh, he got into a midget and now his late model. How about the late model? I, I did not expect it had the NOS on it. Like it looked really, really good. Uh, Nick Hoffman is just going to be a, a great asset to uh, dirt late model racing. And uh, he finished 20th uh, this past weekend. So th- it was cool to see Nick run. Yeah, he had a good, really good run. That car was sharp looking. And, and I'm going to be it honest, I, I took took some looks at those pictures and looks like he's already been playing with the body. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. And and, you know, that's what an an engineer is going to do. He's a real engineer and he's going to, you know, modify some things and, you know, look at the rule book and say, where can I just 
bend it just a little bit without breaking the rule. Right. And then Mick, you were involved in motorsports for a long time. You know how that game is. Oh yeah, it's my favorite game. I, I love that game. And to be to be clear, what I'm saying is is he didn't do anything outside of the rule book. That what I was looking at was was pretty smart. I don't know if it's the was the right direction. I, and I don't know how it played into the results, but uh, he's definitely trying things, and I, and I like to see that. Hey, it's part yeah. of being, you know, the outlaw part of it. You yeah. know, you, you do what you got to do. You know, you, you make it to the best of your ability to try to win the race. Yep. And, you know, I, I think he's still learning a lot on the late model. I mean, running Eldora is one thing. Mm-hmm. Running different track, you know, running Charlotte's one thing. Running places like Farmer City is another thing in Fairbury. Absolutely. You know, he'll, he'll get it. But the more he does this, the better he's going to get. Yeah. Well, let's just say now he has fenders to play with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's just an open wheel. So, yeah, there's there's more room for uh, improvements. Yeah. So it was really cool. And final note that I have John Blankenship finished 24th. It's really good to see John Blankenship uh, run. Obviously, the coal man hasn't really been running much, has a lot of success at Eldora in our sport. And uh, it was really good to see John Blankenship join us. Um, guys, we talk about the second night at the dirt track at Charlotte, the final night for the Outlaws here in 2021 and i kind of already touched on it but wow go garrett smith what a run for that young driver it was awesome to see i mean anybody that that was the true upset of the weekend no question about that and you know these guys are tough in the southeast we've said that but i i you know if you would have told me he would have been the one going into the weekend that would have finished in the top three out of the southeast i would have looked at you and said what are you nuts yeah but you know what the kid ran well i'm very happy for him and i wouldn't be surprised to see that in a few more races going forward. You know, we, earlier this year, we, we talked quite a fair amount about big blocks with, with Super Dirt Week and, and some of those episodes. And, and I just want to touch briefly on Friday night's winner, uh, Yankowski. Was that his name, Mike? For the Modifieds, Alex Yankowski, yes. Uh, um, a, a really cool kind of sad storyline. He, he lost his grandfather that morning. I believe it was that morning. The family decided to, to stick around and, and race. He's young. He's like 17 years old. Hasn't won a Super Dirt Car Series race, correct? He hasn't won a Super Dirt Car Series race, but he has won a lot of big races, including one at Bridgeport. That was a big win right. going back. So it's not his first time winning a big race. No, but, but for a Super Dirt Car Series race and, and won one heck of a stage, yeah. don't get much bigger than that. So, I mean, just hats off to that kid. And, and you know, that he did he did what racers do. do. He stuck around and he he. He put that emotion aside and he got out there and he, and he won in commanding fashion. Like he, you know, he made some incredible passes. Um, so just hats off to that crew for, for sticking through a tough time. And I'm sure his grandfather couldn't be more proud of him to, to win in that fashion. Then, of course, Saturday night we have uh, the legend Brett Hearn winning his 900 and something. Legend. Yeah. You spell the goat wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your vernacular he is. Up 920 there. victories. 920. He is, and I'm sure I'm going to catch black for this, but to me, he is the greatest big block. So I'll make sure Ruben heard that correctly. Modified driver of all time. And, yeah. you know, it was awesome to see as a guy who's, I've interviewed him probably for, two, I, I would say probably 200 of those victories. Yeah. You know, to see the emotion that came out of victory lane for him, it was awesome to see. Had very yeah. happy for Brett. And, you know, I... It could be the last time we see that. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. So so anyway, just to, to bookend that, um, the Super Dirt Car Series, that was um, kind of a storybook weekend for them as well. World of Outlaws Late Models had a great uh, show too. So l- let's move on though. Let's talk about the banquet. We have some audio clips here. Well, it, wasn't a qu- it was a heck of a turnaround between the uh, yeah. last race of the World Finals and the banquet the next day. Yep. Next morning, actually, 1130, <laughs> as... Uh, 
Cabarrus Brewing Company, first off, I want to thank them for hosting the event. Yep. It was an unbelievable, fun banquet, casual, which is I like. The food was great. Yep. I always think food's great, though, so that's a bad, bad <laughs> indication. There wasn't even cheeseburgers, and he still liked the food. Barbecue is good, man. Barbecue <laughs> is good. Yeah, this, uh, hats off to the smoke pit here in Concord. Yeah. Smoke like pit here sound. in Concord. Don't, don't great. even start. But yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was, I enjoyed it. I wasn't, I was a little on the fence. 1130 is an awfully early start for after a weekend of racing. Especially for you. <laughs> and uh, the mimosas were good. The beer was good. Oh, the mimosas were great. The food was good. The, the I think it was really cool because normally the way we do the banquet is we have one large room, we do some awards, and then we split the room in half with a curtain, and the sprint cars does their side of things, and the lay models do their side of their their side of things, and um, everybody was there at the same time in one open hall, and I thought it was a cool way to showcase like our sport and our personalities and have us all sitting together in one place at one time. Um, you had some big name people in, in motorsports. Casey Kane was there. You know, obviously, I mean, he finished at points in the sprint car, so. Right. Um, but it, it was well, just cool. One of the coolest moments for me, and I know this is a sprint car thing for a second, I was watching the end of the F1 race with James McFadden and Casey Kane. That's pretty wild. That was pretty wild. Like, <laughs> not something I'd expect to see, but. Yeah. You know, just, just those little things that don't usually happen, but still, it was good to see everybody, because there's people, you, you got to understand, and Ruben, I know you can attest to this, you know, on the late model side, we don't see sprint car people all year. Nope. Whether even our own people that we work with. Nope. So getting to see them is is pretty cool. Yeah, it's one of the rare occasions where everybody in this company is is in one place at one time. The other one really being DCN. Uh, next year, Bristol will be will be that exception. Right. But yeah, it's, it's good well, to see our coworkers and, that we we rarely see. And and just to let everybody know, we are the main event on that card. I don't care what anybody else tries to tell you. We are the main event on that card. I, I was just going to say something funny. It's like I didn't recognize half these people when they when they took a shower and dressed up. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. It's very true. There were there there were some great moments though from Brent called Brent Larson's uh, speech probably yeah, was one of the memorable yeah. ones. Yeah, which I, which I do not have the audio of. Nor should we repeat. <laughs> really, um, I really thought the Boom Briggs speech was funny. Uh, I I just Boom's just as real as they get. He's just a funny one. Well, okay. So uh, here's another story from the banquet that 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 is hilarious. So we're at a brewery, right? They have a lot of craft beers, different mm -hmm. types of beers. Very good beer. Really I good might beer. Add. If you know Boom, that's not the type of beer that Boom usually drinks. Correct. <laughs> so all of a sudden, we're just sitting there. I'm taking pictures. I watch one of his crew guys walk in with about six or seven bush lights, carrying it in to go to Boom's table. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, but but we all knew where it was going, so you could not laugh at it. Yeah, they did not make a beer light enough for for Mr. Briggs. I think he he had the uh, blonde ale or something. I was I, I I recommended it to him. It still wasn't quite to his uh, liking. But Cabarrus Brewing has fantastic beer, and some people have their favorites, and and that is what it is. I really enjoyed the strawberry rhubarb ale. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that's that a good was one. really good. I like the vanilla coffee bean. I think I might uh, have tried all. Was great. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's all I had. I, I will say though, the barbecue was amazing. Right. Was I there, went to. It was not ice. Was there ice on that water? Just figured I'd ask. I went to make my mimosa, and I just poured a glass full of champagne, and someone's like, "They're mimosas, Mick." So I, I put like a splash of orange juice in it. There you go. I'm it's a mimosa. Yes, but but going back, so Dave Reef, who was one of the hosts of our banquet, yep, he. Uh, you know, was saying that the mimosas were all Boom's idea. <laughs> if you know Boom, they were not his idea. Yeah, definitely not his idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wish the rea Boom's reaction was just priceless to that. It, it was good. And I know that Dirt Vision filmed it, so I, I don't know. That it may come out in, in pieces to you fans to, to view a little bit. I'm not really sure what the plan is there. Did you say filmed? 
Really? They videotaped. Thank him. you. I just said videotape, and you'll accept that over <laughs> film. <laughs> well, it's not on film. <laughs> that's like that, all right. That joke for the fans listening at home. That's like that's like media one hundred and one. They filmed it on <laughs> their on their eight millimeter right, moving, cameras. Moving on though, we had a, we had a lot of awards to get to, and I think yep. You know, obviously we talk about Brandon Shepard, we talk about Chris Madden, we talk about Dennis Herb, but the biggest one comes from Dennis Herb's crew, right? Heather Line receiving the Crew Chief of the Year Award. Yeah. First of all, well-deserved. If you've ever been to the pit area, one of our races, Heather is the hardest-working crew member, not even a question. For sure. And she is the first woman to win this award, and congratulations to Heather. Very deserving. And we have a little audio clip of that to share. At this time, we're going to honor the Crew Chief or Crew of the Year. In past seasons, it has went to both. It has went to just a single person, Eddie Carrier Sr., getting Crew Chief of the Year when his son, Eddie Jr., was Rookie of the Year way back in 2006. Most recently, the Rocket Bunch has had their share of Crew Chief Awards. This year, it's a little bit different. Normally, it goes to maybe the crew chief of the whole crew. Maybe it just goes to one in that bunch. This goes to one person and one person only, the 2021 World of Outlaws, Morton Billings Late Model Series Crew Chief of the Year, Heather Line. The first woman to ever win this award on the late model side. Wow, to say that was a surprise. Um, gosh, golly gee. Thank you to everybody for accepting me. Um, I know I don't fit the mold. I kind of am not the norm. Dennis and I kind of roll to a beat of our own drum. Um, thank you to all the crews that have lended a hand in the hot pit area for me, because I can't always do it to myself for myself by myself. The Rocket True, Madden's guys, Bruning's guys, you guys have always been there for me. Appreciate that. Um, it's a lot of work. Everybody knows it. And it's, um, I guess, it's a little different in, our, in my world, because uh, I got to do it a little differently. And uh, wow, I'm going to tear up. <laughs> but thank you very much. Thank you. And by the way, Heather, Heather, that wrench is yours. Anytime Dennis is out of line, feel free to use it on him. So yeah, Rick with a uh, nice comment at the end of that, which is kind of funny, but the trophy was really cool, that wrench. But like we said, Heather, more than deserving for this award. And yep. I, I know she says she doesn't fit the mold, but I disagree. Yeah. She, yeah, I'll tell you what, if you've ever been to her driver's meetings, first one up there, making sure she's got all the notes correct. She's one of the most attentive people uh, in the pits and, and as someone that's worked the pits, like, well, just watching how she hustles and keeps her tools lined out in a certain order so she knows right where to grab them, like, yeah, Heather, Heather's one of the best crew people we have in the sport by far. And she's super smart. Like her real job, I believe it's working for NASA. Like she yes. is, she's a badass. And she's literally um, a rocket scientist. Yeah. She literally is a rocket scientist <laughs> working true. on a rocket <laughs> chassis. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Very good tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's really, really good. And you know, the reason for those of you that don't know, I mean, it's kind of common sense. We call Dennis Herb Jr. The one man band. That's because He's literally the only one in his crew, and he got Heather 20 years ago, and it's literally him and Heather, and it's just so much work that go into these super late models. To Sipe and Groove tires, four of them, that, I mean, 
that just takes two, maybe three hours. Like it, it's a long time to sipe and groove uh, to, you know, Dennis is on the shocks and the, and the spring smasher and Heather, you know, has to clean and do adjustments and check every bolt. Like that is a lot of workload for two people on a super late model team. And we talked about it earlier this season with Chase Younghands on an episode. You know, he had to worry about stocking up on the fridge. Well, guess what? Heather still does that, too. She runs the social media. Uh, there's a bunch of other behind the scenes logistical stuff that they do that, that goes unseen. Like it is so much work to just get that car on the racetrack for hot laps and especially in a national series. Um, so, yeah, hats off to them. There's no better deserving person than Heather Line to get that. That is amazing. And it was really cool to see the sprint car world go up to her and congratulate her and stuff like that. It's pretty cool because, you know, we always joke around about the sprint cars, but we pay attention and they pay attention too. And that's really cool to see the, you know, the respect between the two series at the banquet. Yes, that was a very popular award recipient. Um, and and I, honestly, I'm just proud that that we as a sport and, and all of the um, sort of stigmas attached to us, that we have a woman in our sport that is, is doing things like that. And Dennis Herb had his best season in, any late, I mean, I don't know if it's just World of Outlaws late model racing, but it's World of Outlaws. He's had a hell of a season. So, yeah. Um, Obviously, 2016, he won the dream, but yeah. uh, he's won. He has, I believe it was two seasons with the Outlaws that he had two wins. This year, he had three. So, that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome to see Dennis uh, have a successful season and on his 30th anniversary of racing. Yeah. Yeah. Three win, three Outlaw wins, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. And obviously, it was a sad year. You know, we talked about Joey. He lost his little, little fur furry friend and. Um, but yeah, it, it was just awesome. Goes back to, to the school. most emotional victory lane in Jackson. Yes. That, that yes. really, and I'll tell you what, see the big smile coming across his face was awesome that night. Yep. Then he backs it up with a win at River Cities. Yep. The week later on the outside, mind you. <laughs> Not a place we were used to seeing Herb. Um, also yeah. have a little uh, clip here of Madden, uh, Chris Madden with, with a little bit of Boom Briggs mixed in. Well, Chris Madden, the finished as the runner-up in points. You had four wins this year. Uh, just, just kind of a, a model of consistency. But where did you develop that cornhole throw that, that got you to three thousand dollars extra? You, you said he was sandbagging. I think you were sandbagging. Well, we, um, you know, my son plays a lot of baseball, so we are definitely outside sports guys. We love the fish, play golf, cornhole, just whatever we can do outside. So we do that a lot around the pool at home, and it's just something to pass time with it's fun it, it, it's easy to say you won the cornhole tournament and everything is cool but but if if you didn't win that would you, would you be mad about the cornhole no not at all it was good fun. sport it was a great thing for the fans me and brandon uh have grown a relationship you know i think a lot of brandon and uh it was just a fun gig to do in front of all them thirty thousand people however many people were there it's pretty cool a couple of years back to back a few years ago, we were picking off wins left and right, only four this year, but I mentioned this model of consistency thing. Uh, is there any one thing that you would point to that maybe kept you from victory lane a little bit more? Other than the competition in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's tough. Like uh, some of these guys said, you know, um, you're just one little adjustment off. Uh, you're a pill draw away from winning. It's just uh, everything is that tough. Our sport's that tough. All these guys that sit down through here are good racers. Uh, and if you're a little bit off, you're not going to win. Any final thoughts, uh, fellas, here that you want to get off your chest? Uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm done picking on him. He's going to whoop my butt. Now, I mean, uh, 
like he said, it, the competition anymore, it used to be five or six tenths. You're one or two off now, you, you got a long night. So, you know, it's half off to everybody. Everybody in this room, we're on the road a lot and uh, everybody works hard and, uh, you know, I'm fortunate that I still get to do this and uh, congrats to Brandon and Rocket and another fantastic season and thanks to Brian Carter and Gina and Casey and the World Outlaws. Uh, they provide us a place to go racing every weekend. Chris? Yeah, I'd just like to um, thank all, everybody out here, all the workers, you know, everybody works hard on these things, uh, the sponsors, the families that um, sacrifice. Um, Boom, his family's been great to me. Uh, give us kind of a central location to go and, and work on our cars and things. We're away from home. Thank you guys. Brandon, um, Mark, Steve, they um, do a great job supporting us and, and keeping us out there with all the parts and pieces that we need. Uh, my wife, she sacrifices a lot. I'm in a road racing. She's in a road traveling up and down, taking that kid to play ball. So she's a father and a mother. And I love her. Thank you. You know, the biggest thing I took away from Madden, and we've been saying it all year, he's a family man through and through before he's anything else. I mean, we've talked multiple times how on his off weekends he was with son, no question about it. And, you know, he really showed you could hear the emotion coming out when talking about his wife at the end of that. Yep. Family means a lot to him. And uh, I, I, it's one of the things I really love about Chris. He loves to be with his family and his son's growing up. He don't want to miss um, his events in baseball. And that's pretty cool. But, you know, at the end of, at the, end of the day, we got to remember Chris Madden finished second in points um, with two less starts than Brandon Shepard. How I said it would have been way more interesting to see if he had those two starts. But um, again, it's going to be exciting to see him come back next year and make another run for it. Uh, that, that was still cool. A great year for, for Chris Madden. Of course, that brings us to – do you have something else to? Well, I was going to say that brings us to the champion. No, you go ahead and do it. The driver out of New Berlin, Illinois, behind the wheel of the Valvoline Rocket Chassis, number one machine, the four-time World of Outlaws late models champion, Brandon Shepard. Well, we're to that point in time where it's time to recognize this year's series champion. And we're going to start with the World of Outlaws Morton Buildings Late Models. Please welcome to the stage a man who now has claimed four championships, three consecutively, the incomparable Brandon Shepard, representing New Berlin, Illinois. What is up, champ? Is it getting old yet? I think I already know the answer. No, not yet. It's uh, it's definitely a privilege to be up here. It's a great group of people that we have that we race with week in and week out. Um, you know, the World of Outlaws has really been great to me personally and our team and, and my family. And uh, I think we've got a pretty good group of guys uh, that travel up and down the road right now with us. So I'm really thankful for all the friendships that I've made and, and uh, you know, throughout the past five or six years that I've been running the tour. So it really means a lot to me to have, you know, guys like Chris and Boom and and uh, all the crew guys and just everybody involved that um, is really, uh, you know, a lot of good friends we've made on the road. And if you're not having fun, what's it, you know, what's it worth being out here? And I'm having a lot of fun right now, so. We just heard from from Carson and from, from David and a lot of the young guys when they come up here, they always talk about 
you know, having these dreams of, of doing this kind of thing. You, of course, had these same kind of dreams. We all have them. Um, but when you dreamt back in those days as a youngster, did you dream this big? Uh, I like to think I did, but honestly, I just, uh, you know, I watched my dad growing up, and I really just wanted to, to race, you know. It really didn't matter what level at that point in time, what it was. I just knew I wanted to race, and, um, you know, my dad and my grandpa went out on a limb and gave me a chance to do this for a living, and, um, it, you know, I can't thank them enough. Without them guys, I wouldn't be here right now, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, I'm just very fortunate in my career that Steve Baker and Mark Richards picked me up, um, you know, pretty much right out of high school and gave me a chance to really speed up my learning curve and, and develop me as a driver and uh, really uh, teach me a lot through the years. Mark not, Mark's not here tonight. We certainly want to congratulate him on his eighth owner's championship. You tie Josh Richards now with your fourth. Uh, how does that sound? How does it hit you? Do you, do you believe it? Yeah, it's, what, what do you do? <laughs> uh, it's really cool, you know. Uh, me and Josh are really good friends, and and uh, I've looked up to him a lot in my career, and I I feel like we, you know, now we really learn a lot from each other, and and uh, you know, it's it's fun to work with him, and um, you know. To be in the ride that he probably should be in is is definitely it's different, you know. But it's it's cool for me, um, you know, because they're like family to me. The whole group, uh, Steve and Cherry Baker, are here. Very thankful for you guys. I appreciate everything. And uh, like you said, Mark and and uh, Morgan, Mark's daughter, and Josh, and just everybody that has you know, been involved in the opportunity to drive the Rocket House car for the past few years. It's really been amazing. And of course, my uh, my crew, Austin and Bailey back there. Thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, my crew chief, Dan, uh, my guy, Joel here. Um, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, like all these guys, I'm sure we want to keep doing it for year in and year out. I just hope we can keep riding the wave. How do you keep it balanced? Do they keep you balanced? Do you keep them balanced? Or is it kind of on a day-to-day -day basis? Hey, pipe down or pick it up, that kind of thing? Uh, you know, it's kind of a team effort to keep Mark level-headed, I guess you'd say. You know, Mark is uh, hes one of a kind for sure, and he's definitely, um, you know, our fearless leader, for lack of better words. He does a great job with everything that he does, and he's, uh, he's a great guy to drive for, and um, he's definitely, he's tough on us, on all of us. You know, he wants us all to be perfect all the time. And uh, so we, you know, we, we look up to him. We all look up to him, I'm sure uh, the guys do. He's a very hard worker and, uh, you know, it's, I'm used to it though, because like I said, my dad and my grandpa are the hardest working guys I know. So it's, uh, you know, it's just like another family. Mark's been like a dad to me also. And, and so is Steve and Sherry. And it's, uh, it's just, it's been a dream come true. One quick question about performance. Eight wins, 34 top fives, 43 top tens. That's a career best for you in terms of that in 49 races. What one of those numbers, if any of them, disappoints you the most? What's the one? Did you want more wins? What? what? Uh, it's definitely the win column. You know, we, we know we can win more races than what we did. Uh, we're definitely thankful for the races that we did win, though, for sure. Um, it's 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 been a grind all year, up and down. Uh, a lot of tough competition on the road with us year in and year out, and uh, thankful for the races we can win. But um, you know, just like all the rest of these guys, we want to win every night if we can. So uh, we're gonna put in the work and hopefully bump that column up a little bit more next year. 
did you get everybody thanked yet, or do you want to thank anybody else? Oh, my, I don't want to interrupt my, the champion. Absolutely. My not. my list is too long of people to thank, but um, I I got to give a shout out to Kenny Canada. You know, he couldn't be here with us. Uh, definitely, um, you know. Love being out on the road with him and all the World of Outlaws people that uh, you know that make all this stuff happen. It's a really, it's I have a lot of fun traveling up and down the road. But um, you know I got to thank my family first and foremost. Um, like I said, my dad, my grandpa Missy, uh, Tracy, my fiance Michaela, <laughs> my kids Jason, Addison. Uh, my great crew, like I already thank them, but I can't thank them enough for everything they do. I get to go home and, and uh, you know, spend all winter with my family and, and work at our family business, and they're going to be getting everything ready to go again. So it uh, means the world to me to have the support system that I have. And then, of course, you know, we couldn't do it without all the great backing that we have on the Rocket House Car team, uh, Valvoline, Seabrook Calf Ranches, Ace Metalworks, Gunners Honey. Um, great group of people. Um, a lot of backing, like I said, I can't thank all of them enough. Um, I know I'm going to leave some people out here, but it's uh, it's just a, it's a long list. And uh, Durham Racing Engines, his motors run flawless. Uh, Stealth Carburetors, Kaiser Manufacturing, Integra Shocks and Springs. Just like I said, everybody involved. It's uh, it's a it's a huge group, and it means the world to me to get to drive it. For the fourth time in his career, third consecutively, please join with a nice round of applause for our World of Outlaws Morton Billings late model champion once again, New Berlin, Illinois, Brandon Shepard. Uh, congratulations to Brandon Shepard. How about Mark Richards' eighth Outlaw Championship? I mean, the series has been around for 20 years, uh, and two of those years were in the 80s. Uh, so that's pretty awesome to have eight championships, 155 wins combined. Uh, Shepard, the, the, the best thing about this championship, and it's crazy because, you know, we talked about him tying the record for most wins in a single season a year ago, uh, you know, with 18 wins. Well, this year he, he had eight, and... The best thing was that, you know, it was a whole team effort and it all, it's always has been, but this year even more because his team kept rooting him on. They, they were trying different things and to have eight wins and win a championship on a national tour. That is not an easy task to do. So uh, just congratulations to them on their consistency, considering all the obstacles they faced here this season. It is. And, you know, Brandon, one of the most humble guys I've ever met. No yep. question about it. I mean, his demeanor, you know, he acts, he's grateful every time he speaks. And mm -hmm. that's one thing I love about Brandon and this team. They're gelling. In a year where their win total was probably not what they would have liked it to be. Absolutely. No question about it. Not saying he had a bad year by any stretch. He was consistent. I mean, he just gave them 43, little... if I remember right, 43 top 10s out of 49. That's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty stout. I mean, you can almost count. That means you can almost count on one hand how many times he didn't finish in the top 10. Yeah. And there you go. That's why he's a champion right there. Yep, absolutely. Well, as with that, congratulations to all our great outlaws and another successful season in the books for the World of Outlaws. Morton Building's Late Model Series. Thank you to all fans that uh, joined us at the track or watched uh, any race here this season. Nonetheless, you can watch some more racing action here this weekend on Dirt Vision. Perth Motorplex is back. Yes, the Australian venues are back in action. That is happening this Saturday, Perth Motorplex. And then you have a bunch of Dirt Car Esports coming up too. So uh, go check it out. Upcoming events on Dirt Vision. There you go. Presented by Dryden. And as that race fans if you've uh shared the podcast listen to the podcast or you're listening right now just thank you from the bottom of, of my heart mick and and mike's heart it's, it's been a great great season and uh it, it was always fun bringing you
news, some recaps and storylines and inside stories here on Stick Signal. So thank you all so much for listening. We can't wait to see you uh, next year. And as with that, as always, go support your local racetrack. Have a great holiday season and don't eat as much food as Mike Warren does. But happy holidays, everyone. And we'll see you next time here on Stick Signals. Thanks for listening. Oh, my God, that's awesome.